never give up. I never give up. I never give up. Hi guys, welcome back to Neff Inspiration, my show on YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host, Stefan Neff. Today is another fantastic day because I have got quite an amazing human being with me today. I've got Adrian Knight. Adrian is a man who nowadays says, hmm, what shall I do? Get a few hours. Hmm, why don't I just run, cycle, kayak across Scotland? And next weekend, oh, I could run across Scotland. Why not that? Or, and that's all a bit too easy. Why don't I actually participate in one of the most grueling uh, half marathons, i.e. the Spartan race? Um, hey, I could do that. You know, I've got nothing else to do. Most human beings think, what the hell? And I want to know how this guy is doing it. Where is he getting this energy from? Where is, what was his drive to start even going on to such a journey? So I can't wait to talk to you. Adrian, welcome to my show. Thanks so much, Stefan. That's uh, quite the introduction. I, um, I'm, I'm truly honoured. I'm truly honoured. Thank you so much. It's well, wonderful. I'm honoured to talk to you because it is, it's always something that, that uh, amazes me where people can draw the energy from and the inspiration. And uh, the, the inspiration is easy. Oh, I would like to do that. Everyone on the 1st of January is, oh, I would like to do that. I would like to be thin, large, whatever. And then four days later, eight days later, 10 days later, yeah, I forget it. Um, but you are a man who keeps persevering. And I want to know, where did the journey start? Yeah, wow. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, what a journey it's been. So um just to to set some context in my uh sort of mid to late teens i was uh very overweight i was um uh yeah obese essentially uh, obese um and that was uh something that sort of crept up on me i didn't realize i, I was um overweight until one day i walked past the mirror and i i just saw a reflection of myself and it just stopped me in my tracks I was like, that, that's not me. Like, surely that's not me. And I and I literally stopped and turned around and, and looked and I was like, oh, it is me. And it 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 was something that sat on my mind for uh we was, we was in Scotland, ironically, um, on a family vacation, and we were going out that afternoon and it was bothering me all afternoon. And um by the end of that afternoon afternoon, I made a decision, very decisive, like inner driven decision that I was gonna lose some weight. And uh, over the next uh, sort of 10 to 12 months, it was just under a year, I lost all of that and completely transformed my physical appearance. Um, and so that gave me some insight into the capabilities of what was sort of possible, I guess, with our physical bodies. Um, and then sort of fast forward a, a few years and I um, had not long turned 19 and uh, a very long story short, I um, was having a nervous breakdown mm. and that was a very significant point in my life because I was, um, you know, sort of medically having a nervous breakdown. I wasn't sleeping. I had uh, all, given all the medication um, known to man to, uh, to take. But I remember sitting on my bed at my parents' house and again, making a conscious decision that it just didn't feel right taking the medication. I wanted to, I felt like there was another way and I wanted to do it naturally and that it was, it would be a longer and harder journey, but it would be 
it, it just felt like the journey for me. And so that started the journey uh, for me. And I I sort of entered into the world of um, endurance events. Like it's, it's, it's very bizarre, really, because people look at the events I'm doing now and like they are quite extreme. And I, I love that. Um, but it's not where it started. Like it started with a half marathon, a local half marathon that I signed up for purely because my lifestyle was so out of control. I was um, drinking very heavily. I was smoking. I was in my early 20s. So and and I was at university. So it was you kind of had a social ticket of approval for allowing to do that. But I, I just felt so disconnected for myself and I wanted to do something good for myself and to get things under a bit more control. And that led me to signing up for a, the half marathon, which I didn't really do much training. I've done a little bit, but I'd signed up for it and I was a student with no money and I paid the entrance fee. So I was determined to get like my like my um like get my money's worth. And I'd done the half marathon and that was the first like milestone because what's happened ever since there then was every time I've done an event I've sort of come to the realization that oh if I can do a half marathon maybe I can do a full marathon and then and that's what I did next I went on to do the London marathon and then after the London marathon I thought oh if I can do a full marathon maybe I can do a triathlon and it just kind of evolved from there, like going up through uh, an Olympic distance triathlon, then an Ironman, and then it started moving into the more um, extreme stuff. But every one of those events, I was training because I was trying to keep at bay some of the inner demons. Um, it, it, it's been, yeah, a very, a very sort of surreal journey. <laughs> wow. What a transformation, man. <laughs> Adrian, um, let me be the devil's advocate, though. Um, you were running and you were running a long, long distance. Were you running away from things? Was that not oh. just switching one, one maybe addiction to the other? You really hit the nail on the head because I was. And this, this sort of running away from things manifested in uh, other ways in my life. So um, I've been very blessed to travel uh, extensively. So I've, I've been to over 45 countries. And um, the, the first time I backpacked was around Europe. That was just before my nervous breakdown. And I can honestly say I had the best time of my life. It was just phenomenal. Um, and so when I hit into my early 20s, and I this was like the post the nervous breakdown, and I was coming up against all of these personal inner demons I, I like my logical response was to go and do the thing that uh, had given me so much freedom and joy, which is the traveling. So I was running away there, but then also, um, yeah, I was sort of peppering in these endurance events, which uh, in many ways they were very therapeutic because when you're out running for an hour, maybe even two hours, you're like, you're by yourself and you don't have the distractions of, life around you and um even with your own thoughts after a certain while they they start to temper down because you just focus on the rhythm and uh and almost where am I going next where am I going next so it was it was very therapeutic but yeah definitely running away <laughs> um what could you figure out 
what was what you were running away from? I was running away from me. So I I remember going through a very deep identity crisis when I was in my 20s, very deep. And you don't really hear many people talk about this. So you, you tend to hear about midlife crisis and that's the one everyone knows. But I believe that we go through a number of identity crises throughout our life. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, when we're a bit younger and in our teenage years and again in, in our 20s. And I, I sensed that, and this all stemmed from that nervous breakdown because it really took me down to... To, to ground zero it broke me down in every single area of my life and I had made the choice to deal with it naturally so I was building myself up like brick by brick and I didn't know who I was I thought I knew prior to that um but I didn't know who I was I didn't know what I, what I wanted to do but I sensed this sort of inner potential that I believe we all have it's all uh, you know all we're all born with this and I sensed it probably more than most but I didn't know how to use it I didn't know how to wield it I didn't know what it meant and it just yeah I mean even just saying it it feels quite heady and it's like oh, I have to go for a run like <laughs> or or more commonly I have a drink exactly I'll have a drink and then have another drink and then yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then no one ever went for a run when they're drunk yeah exactly <laughs> no but I used to punish myself so in the morning after I used to get up uh, with a hangover and go for a very oh. very long run so yeah but it was, yeah, to really mess up the electrolytes yeah that's right Absolutely. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> was that in Scotland was there uh were you uh enjoying the local specialities like deep fried Mars bars and uh, haggis uh, with lots of chips um <laughs> haggis and chips is uh yeah it's, it's a very fine meal I like <laughs> how was your nutrition around that time I mean we often oh, as a as a as a endurance athlete now you pay attention to it and then as a young man you're bulletproof so <laughs> you, you eat whatever you like <laughs> And I think that was part of it because here I was running these half marathons and marathons and doing the triathlons, but I was still drinking very heavily. I was still smoking mm-hmm. and I was still eating an unhealthy diet. I like none of that really changed. And I, and every time I finished an event, I was like, wow, I sort of did all right there. And I like, what could I, and this was it. It was like, what could I do if I actually had some training and right. took the diet more, uh, seriously and yeah. dropped some of the vices well I didn't use that terminology then yeah. but that was essentially my thinking like I wonder what I could do with this and that's sort of like the other side of the coin I'm on now is every time I do an event I'm like oh man I thought that would defeat me but it didn't mm. what's next like push that a little bit further <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that and and being able to push yourself further that's actually quite intoxicating isn't it it is mm-hmm. a it is you have achieved something and then immediately there is the next thing there i am in the same boat when it comes to or when it came in the past to academia um i got one alphabet soup behind the name and then nah, 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 let's do another one and then another one i remember actually uh passing a particular exam in the morning uh with the last setting of that exam i had lunch and then i went to, for the first training session for the next exam which would be in two three years time <laughs> in other words 
I never celebrated my wins. Mm -hmm. Did you celebrate them in the past? And do you celebrate them now? I do. I, in the past, my way of celebrating them were, would be to go out with my friends and get drunk. Oh. Undoubtedly, that would be, you know, the alcohol would have, would have been involved. Um, one of the things my dad taught me was when you do have like wins, whether that's a work win or, um, you know, a win such as doing a, a marathon or, or whatever, um, getting married, like it just like when you have wins in your life to market. And, um, and that could be, for example, if you've had a promotion at work, it could be going out and buying a nice pen, like a, like a Mont Blanc pen, something that you probably wouldn't buy for yourself normally. It's, it's definitely a bit more of a luxury, but it's just such a lovely way to mark that period in your life or that that sort of threshold that you've just crossed in your life so mm. i've never i've never forgotten that so i do make a point of um marking uh events now which to be fair normally means i'm signing up for another one like i like that's how i mark it so when i when i completed the arctic circle um i, I marked it by signing up to do an ultramarathon running across northern england um and so yeah but i i i I try to celebrate it more because I'm exactly the same as yourself in terms of um, what's next. What's yeah, exactly. Next? <laughs> you have to stop and smell the roses. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We need to remind ourselves. And you have got actually to... Now we come to that in a second. Uh, now we come to it now for oh, for crying out loud because I look over your shoulder and if you guys look over my shoulder here, that's the same bloody picture. <laughs> and we both were laughing because normally on my side here is my my book to where are we here there there my steps to sobriety the old cover um and now I've changed pictures what is this all about tell us why do you have that picture over your right shoulder and why do I had why have I had mine here on the right side where normally no one sees it I I, I mean I was amazed when I saw it and, and we, we were sort of joking beforehand because you're the first person I've I've ever met who has one of these and it is it is fantastic. So it's a poster by a business called 4000 Weeks. And I suggest Googling this. So it's 4K weeks. And essentially the um the principle of it is that it like the average person will live to 86 years old. And so this poster is a series of small squares that are broken down into 86 rows. And each row has 52 squares with one square representing one week of your life. And uh, when you order it online, you give your age, your date of birth, and they fill in all of the squares that you've lived up to this point in your life. And then moving forward, every, every week, you fill in a you color in another square. and I love it because it's a visual representation of your life. And more importantly, it's a visual representation of the mortality of your life. I mean, many of us would be blessed to live to 86 years old. Unfortunately, not everyone even, you know, unfortunately makes it to that, to that age. Um, and it's just a visual daily reminder that we're not immortal that we've only got one chance at this life, that we can procrastinate, we can push things back, we can do whatever, say whatever excuses under the sun, but that is not going to change. And a lot of people, when they when they first sort of hear that or see that, they say, oh, you're really morbid. 
And my instant response to say is, I'm not morbid. This is the ultimate form of realism. Like it's the ultimate form of reality that we we have limited time here. And I, for one, plan to make the most of it. And so um, I loved the poster. It was the, like just one of the best things I've ever bought. It, it wasn't a great deal, like in terms of the, the value it's given. Um, but also, I like to mark key, uh, like key life moments on there. So uh-huh. I've got on there when I done my Iron Man. I've got on there when my daughter was born. Um, like professionally, I I buy and sell. I buy, turn around, and sell companies. So I have my first acquisition on there as well. And it's just such a lovely. Mm. again visual representation of of you know my journey and i look at the squares and every week they're getting you know one less square one less square oh man like i need to like i need to Mm. squeeze every ounce out of this life while we can so wow wow and it is it is a very very touchy subject the older you get so i I was amazed for you as as a relative young man to actually have that realization um, for me, it started about five years ago when uh, I took my son to a real estate investment seminar. So we both spent that weekend there and we were given that and I had never seen that before. Mm. And they asked us, OK, here you go. And now mark out all the the, the time that you have already spent here. And I did. And it was getting blacker and blacker and blacker. By the end, my shoulders were sinking and my head was sinking. <laughs> and my son was sitting next to me and, and he saw my, I guess, distress, my realization. And he just rested his hand on my forearm, took my piece of paper and started drawing more circles and said, nah, 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 that's not you, dad. <laughs> and it was such Amazing. a beautiful moment that we shared there that I will never forget. But it it brings home to you that, yes, of course, you could watch something on Netflix. Yes, of course, you could just dream away and let this day pass. Or you could actually think, who do I want to be when I grow up? And it doesn't matter if you're 17 or 70. um, Who do you want to be? Because this is actually lifespan. There's a thing called health span. And unfortunately, for many of us, that's about 10 years less. And health span means, okay, you living your life to the fullest and then disease, comorbidities, problems with your joints, etc. stop you living and you're becoming more maybe a vegetative kind of thing, not as extreme as, as, a, as let's say, a brain injury, but you're certainly no longer living your life to the fullest. And that is then cutting even more of it off. Therefore, that kind of picture is so important for me to actually hone in again on what is important in my life. Um, But it is so easy for life to intrude. Here you are um, preparing for the next big race. And yes, it's all good. But then life happens. Um, You what do you do when life happens? so just to to quickly touch on something you just said there, and I, I again I think you really hit home on, a, on an important point here. For me, the I had a big gap between doing the like my last major event, which was the Ironman, and then going into uh, my Scotland event, uh, so going across Scotland. And what 
sort of instigated me to pick this back up again was I, I was actually seeing a, a therapist. Um, I was having severe anxiety and panic attacks, like waking up at 2.30 in the morning in utter dread and uh, like awake for like an hour and a half until I started to calm myself down. And it, it was a very transformational experience for me. Um, but one thing he said to me has never left me, which uh, he didn't go into any details because of client patient uh, confidentiality. But he said that he had someone once sitting in the same chair I was sitting in. And they said to him that that their biggest re regret was that they didn't use their body in all the ways that they could. And I'd never heard anyone say that before, because normally mm. it's about I wish I hadn't spent as much time as work or mm. I wish I would kept connections with my friends and stuff but I've never heard anyone say that and I think it's such a key point because that person without knowing any of the details they had more lifespan but their health span by the sound of it had seriously like was seriously limited and that is a big driver for me because like the next event could be my last one I don't exactly. know and what I do know is I don't want to um yeah, I don't want to look back with these big regrets. It's, it's all about regret minimization. Mm. That's like my philosophy. Um, so yeah, I just felt it's important to say that because I think it's such an important point that people don't talk about mm. enough. Mm. Um, but and and I want to expand on that too because we think, oh my God, that's all quite nice. But I am forty-five, fifty-five. 65 who am i to restart i've lived my hard life i've smoked i've drank ah oh, there's no chance for me guys there is a huge chance for you there are there's so much we can do there's so much we can do with very simple things like really adhering to a decent sleep uh, hygiene to hydration to nutrition to actually moving your body there is so much data out there that we nowadays say that so many diseases could be very much prevented or at least tragically, and, and not tragically, enormously modified to the better with exercise, with being out there, with living your life to the fullest, living your life to the fullest and using your body for in the way it was designed uh, is, is the best panacea that you can throw in, the best thing that you can do, because there are so many diseases that we can simply eradicate, would we move more? Would we actually just ah uh, live in a different way than we are socially engineered to do? Ah, oh, success. You just have to keep going, 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 going. Now, just another acquisition in your case. Just another, ah, oh, maybe I can do another list in theater. And sometimes you have to do that because, you know, life happens and money is tight and you have to kick ass. That's cool. But if you keep doing, 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 then... <laughs> that one that one will very soon um become a distant memory and the next time you think back is when something really nasty happens to you man yeah it's so it's so true and also as well there's this big illusion that like take the arctic circle trip i've done i've done that with a small group of um people who also yeah you know sort of found that intriguing um but over half the group were females in their 50s like wow which is not uh, which is fantastic like it's not the conception like the the preconception is that oh everyone will be in there in their you know 
20 year old male. That's right, fitness instructors. (laughs) Exactly that. And, you know, I've just turned 38. So I'm, um, you know, I'm still young, but also I'm very conscious that, oh, 40 is nearly there. And everyone keeps telling me, like, surely you should be slowing down now. I'm like, but why? Like, it's it's all in the mind. And Mm. um, yeah, it's all in the mind. So yeah, I, I think it sort of starts with, with that perspective and um you asked like how i sort of pre- prepare for these events and how uh before the show you asked how you know you like my energy and all that and um when it comes to these events i'm i'm really weird because when i started i was training for an event for the little training that i sort of done but there was a a turning point for me, which actually happened probably about 18 months, two years ago, when something switched in my mind. And so I don't like train or prepare for events now specifically. I'm far more interested with being in in a state of being steadfast. So what I mean by that is being in a um, physical, mental, you know, emotional and spiritual condition where if someone turned around to me and said, Adrian, drop your bag. We're going to go and climb this mountain, or we're going to go and jump on the bike, and we're going to cycle across Wales, um, or we're going to do this or that, or we're going to head into this burning building and uh, try and save this cat. I want to be in a position where I can drop my bags and just go, let's go. Like that is my aspiration, and that is not an end goal in and of itself. It's a, a, a daily it's a daily sort of place to to get to and so mm. i don't specifically train for an event i'm more nice. but all of this really is for my well-being and for my mental health and my physical health and so on a daily basis i um i i structure my day and more specifically i structure my morning in such a way so that i'm i'm spending the first sort of 3 hours of my day focused purely on me like I'm, I'm meditating, I'm visualizing, yeah. I'm reading and I'm exercising. And what I find is that come seven o'clock, I get up at 4am every day, come seven o'clock, I am going into the day, a significantly better father, a significantly better partner, a significantly better uh, like entrepreneurial person in business and just a better person because I have prioritized myself and mm. I filled my cup up to a degree that I don't, I don't feel depleted. I feel, I feel full and, and yeah, so that's where the energy comes from. And that's yeah. also the preparation of, of these events as well. They're all one. Yeah. Which is beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. In other words, you actually have found a rhythm that suits you um, where really you show your optimal performance uh, on a daily basis. And with that, I don't mean peak performance, uh, but actually optimal performance where you're actually in your in your neutral state, but really uh, your batteries are all charged and you're ready to go um, to lift your day on your terms to the fullest. And that is beautiful. That is a fantastic goal. Um, we often aspire to peak performance, to this kind of 
oh, this Coca-Cola advertisement. I'm young, I'm healthy, I'm dancing. Yes, this is my life every single second of the day. And if it is not, then my God, I'm a failure or I am, um, you know, you, you beat yourself up that you're not feeling this saccharine sweet good. And I think that is a biggest uh, one of the biggest hurdles nowadays for young people to actually find themselves they are tr we're trying to compare ourselves with the joneses and the joneses are in this case the whatever the, the latest influencer is or pop star is uh, surprise surprise that you know one in five teenagers have got anxiety disorder um so it is so i think there's a lot to be said about your focus on maintenance i guess is the word Yes. that always sounds so boring that's where the magic is because if you if you don't sharpen your saw was it not abraham lincoln who said if he had eight hours to chop down a tree he would spend six hours sharpening the saw uh, <laughs> it's a great it's a great quote uh, it's so true no oh wonderful 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 so how do you sharpen your saw so you mentioned um the, the three hours in the morning oh i want to say something to, to everyone listening and watching out there um we are all different um for some people the four o'clock in the morning is perfect because it's quiet they can kick ass etc for me that would be the, the biggest torture you can do because that's not how my body rhythm how my my circadian blocks work um i'm actually when it comes to exercise i'm far better if i do it in the afternoon late afternoon that's my peak time um to do sport um my uh my best time to wake up if i had, don't have to work um would be about eight thereabouts uh, okay seven is okay for my um for uh going to work but for example in the past i woke up at six and then earlier to do either record a show or do actually something i paid a price big time that's simply not my circadian rhythm unless you can shift them a little bit there is something natural that fits you so don't now say ah oh, i need to get up at four uh, because adrian is so that's right you need to figure out what works for you but then use the same principles the same the same kind of maintenance how can you work that in and you're doing three hours and i'm i'm wow that is beautiful uh most people will not have three hours but you will have five minutes you can do five minutes of three minutes of of sort of just thinking in your head or maybe not thinking meditation doing a breathing exercise etc like that that will go a hell of a long way to start your day in a proper way and then when you when you actually realize how good that can feel you will very soon feel that actually maybe by lunchtime instead of just sitting around and talking with my co-workers i might actually find a quiet spot there and do some meditation and some breathing exercises there or i might actually do two three minutes of vigorous exercise um so a very short burst of exercise wow makes you feel good and you think wow i did some exercise hey that's easy so it's easy to actually implement it when you really want to and when someone maybe like adrian or like myself so just nudge you a little bit and say hey you know <laughs> what what are you doing now <laughs> you could do something now <laughs> it, it's it, it's so accurate what you just said there because that's exactly how i started so 
I did not start getting up at 4 a.m. in the morning. Mm. And I get asked this question so many times. And my default response is the experience I went through, which is whatever time you get up, just aim to get up 15 minutes earlier. Yeah. If you get up at seven, aim to get up a quarter two. If you aim to get up, if you get up at 6:30, make a quarter past. It's mm. the principles here that are the important aspect. It's mm. about it's about getting up earlier and using that time to give you a bit of bandwidth to focus on you. Now that could be as simple as making a cup of coffee, making a cup of tea, sitting down and drinking it without no distractions on your phone, mm. no one uh, pulling on you, sort of family, pets, you know, mm. just it's you time. And uh, you can use that to even, like read a couple pages of the book and very quickly you will start to like connect the like the dots that this feels pretty good mm. and it feels so good i'd actually i'm quite happy to get up another 15 minutes earlier so i'm now 30 minutes earlier than before mm. because i want to actually i want to read five pages of the book and um it's, i just maybe just need that you know a tiny like a little bit longer of my coffee or or something and that's how it started for me it was about creating bandwidth because my life was so out of control and it was so crazy and i because i buy in like buy businesses i had businesses all over the place like basically and employees and it was just so mm. like so much drama and i don't like drama i i like to uh, I like to, yeah, I like to do things. I don't want to get um, sort of swept up in drama. And so that's where I started. And it just got further and further back. And and to be honest with you, like, I've not pushed this, like, on myself. I've let it evolve naturally. And I still feel as though that it will go back a little bit further. Um, but that's me. Like, that's individual to me. It's certainly not saying that to everyone. It's the principles that are the key components here and I can hand on heart say every night I go to bed genuinely excited about waking up at four and doing it again it's the best part of my day because I know that when and this is how I sort of discovered it it was when I was on holiday when I was on vacation with my family and was on a lovely vacation but I felt terrible and I couldn't put my finger on it and it was when it's the day before we came home and I connected the dots I was like it's because I haven't done me that's why I felt so terrible. Uh, 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 I was waking uh, up and I was going into the day, albeit you know a very lovely environment, but I was going into that environment at level two, level three version of me. Whereas before I was waking up, I was yeah, I'm going to work, but I was going into work having done me. So I was going into work as like a level seven, level eight version. Uh, 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 and I preferred that. It's yeah, it's it's a game changer. It's yeah. the That's like nice. people look at what I've done from the like the business perspectives, and I always say this is the secret sauce. This yeah. is what's enabled me to do that, and what can enable anyone else in their families yeah. and their respective careers. Indeed, and that's a beautiful focus, um, and it's something that is that we need to train um, this kind of uh, attention to detail when it comes to us, because I'm. Mm -hmm. Many of us are so people pleasers. Uh, we are there for everyone else, and we put everyone else first. And for many women, um, that is that is somehow hardwired uh, in them. I need to be there for everyone. And then, I mean, no surprise that in men, women, regardless, you have got uh, levels of burnout that are that are probably previously unheard of. Um, and 
this is probably one of the biggest problems because we do not pay attention to ourselves. We do not put ourselves first. And whilst we we sort of talk about the, the airplane and the oxygen coming down, that you have to put it on first before you help someone else. In real life, most of the people that I know don't do that. Um, and I have to constantly hold myself accountable um, to actually do something. Despite the fact that I know it's good for me, both I know it cerebrally, mentally, I know it in my heart, I know it in my body, my body tells me, hey, uh, you know, you're an idiot, you're dehydrated to the nth degree, uh, you didn't even pay attention to that. Um, and I have to say, it's a hard, hard journey, but we can do that, we can, we can pay attention. What would you, what would you tell someone who's just starting out and says, wow, that all sounds quite good, but I don't even know. I'm so overwhelmed. I don't even know where to start. I, I would honestly say, like, start by waking up 15 minutes earlier and give yourself space. Like you can't do anything when you're being bombarded from every which direction. You have yeah. to give yourself some bandwidth. And yeah. most importantly, use that bandwidth to focus on you don't yeah. wake up 15 minutes earlier and jump onto a facebook or social media but don't like it's, it's counterproductive you might as well just stay asleep it would probably be more beneficial for you. Mm -hmm. um but, but give yourself bandwidth and do it consistently so do it every single day like even on the weekends because i found that when i didn't do it on the weekends it threw everything out but you've got to remember what you're doing here. You're giving yourself the gift, like you're giving yourself a gift. So it's not a chore, it's a gift that yeah. you're giving yourself. And after, it's, it's a remarkably short period of time. When you do that, you start to notice a shift taking place in your, in your mind and in your thoughts, very naturally, very organically. You start to connect that, this feels pretty good. And it starts to give you perspective on other areas of your life. And you start to realize how just like out of control certain aspects are, how you really do put yourself last. Um, even example, I had a conversation this morning with a CEO, a very high powered CEO of a private equity backed business, you know, like this massive business. And he was thrilled because he had said something at work where basically he was putting himself first and and it just never ceases to amaze me how little we do that and so this is what this is about it's about building bandwidth and putting yourself first the world's not going to come to an end the your family's not gonna uh, get up and leave you like everything's going to be going as normal but mm -hmm. what you will find is you will start going into your life a slightly better version of you and if you're going at that better version then you start to create a better life in my personal sort of experience 100 agreed and that is when you start living intentionally when yeah. you don't just when not life writes you and you just bop along like a cork on a stormy ocean um but you actually um start putting the motor on and, and turning the rudder into a direction that you want to go and that is there's power in that. And whilst your life might have been or might still is full of trauma, full of things that you don't like, things might or very likely be quite hard at the moment due to either climate or social circumstances or COVID or disease, whatever it is. Um, 
chances are love is not a bed of roses for you but mm. you can you can be a victim and remain there and have the pity party and and try to numb yourself with sugar drugs alcohol sex gambling you name it um or you could say well actually uh, hang on let's okay who, who am i who I want who do i want to be and what can i do to get there and i think you you nailed so many points there really really well um i think this is an ongoing privilege that we have to live intentionally and to to be able to reflect um about ourselves and when you give your your body and your mind time to reflect suddenly your body comes up with answers might be answers mm -hmm. to problems or it might give you a new idea about a business it might give you uh, a new idea how what really upsets you in your life and you might suddenly see what you have to get rid of in your life in order to drop the anxiety levels it is so much that you can learn from yourself if you just bloody well stop for a moment and mm -hmm. actually just be quiet and that's so beautiful so i 100 percent agree with you um i'm finding that more and more in my life um that when i have got lunch times in between cases in theater i try to find a quiet spot i try not to sit with my colleagues in in the in the tea room which makes me maybe a bit antisocial but at the same token i need that time i actually work better because it allows me to calm down it allows me to just refocus on my life and i'm therefore more productive i'm therefore more focused my situational awareness uh remains sharp whilst otherwise you can get pretty beaten down and you can get pretty pretty just overwhelmed with life mm. so now it's a bit like an emergency break that from now and then you have to okay too crazy here my roller coaster stop that yeah. <laughs> stop <laughs> brilliant I, uh, I, I had a very similar experience this morning actually so i was um i was just getting ready to go to the gym it was about five quarter past five this morning and normally i'm just like right i'm off now but i've i've i mean just to say this past like three or four months have been the hardest of my life like there's been so many major things that happened and it's and i've been feeling it catching up with me and this morning i just i just felt that i just needed that extra five minutes so i made a cup of tea i got nice. Um, like a note, a couple of oat biscuits, and I sat down on the sofa. I didn't have anything on, like like in the living room downstairs. Everyone else is sleeping, and just had that cup of tea. And I honestly feel like it changed the trajectory of my day in oh. a, in a in a bigger way than I appreciated at the time because oh. I felt like, in hindsight, looking back on this morning, if I would have just gone into that like robot mode, then I probably. I don't even know if I'd be on this call now. Um, but <laughs> like, I've, I've honestly could have seen myself rescheduling it, but I, yeah. but that wasn't the case, and it came from just five minutes and a cup of tea and a biscuit, of course. So. Perfect. <laughs> and no, you're not having shares in any tea and biscuit company. Um, to... <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, Adrian, you're an amazing man, and I think your your lessons are so they're they're gold nuggets. Honestly, I like them. Uh, very much 
So who is and uh, Adrian Knight going to be in a year's time? Who do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I still don't know that. I still don't know that question. I, I remember one of my friends at university saying, um, I'm the type of person who would be 40 years old and I still know, won't, won't know what they want to do with their life. And I'm, I've just turned 38 and I can see that coming to fruition. Um, I honestly don't know. Right now, I've um, this past year, I've been my last acquisition, which I acquired nearly a year ago, has been very hands on, very intense. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it, but equally, I'm just in the process of exiting that business. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sort of nearly there. And I'm looking forward to uh, having a bit of a not downtime because it's not in my nature to stop and do nothing, but to switch gears slightly mm -hmm. and um to i think to focus more on other people than on on myself i feel very sort of fulfilled personally from uh largely from what i do each morning that fills me up and it's just pushed my focus out onto others a lot more so i'm, I'm quite excited to see where that goes like where that goes to i don't really know at this stage other than I don't need to know. I like we just we just roll with things. And if anyone had said would have said this time last year, I would be, you know, doing some of the endurance events that yeah. I I'm doing and I'm I'm due to be doing next year. Wouldn't have believed it. And so yeah, you know, why why set the expectations? <laughs> Ooh, nice, 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 nice. But then again, um, you can say that because you are actually working on maintenance uh, because yep. of that you are living in the moment and you can recognize opportunities when they arise and you have proven to yourself that you've got a track record that you can achieve more than you believe and therefore i i think this makes you a prime candidate to recognize an opportunity in a business to actually think uh okay this is actually this sounds tempting let's do the the maps let's actually make sure that the numbers are all correct and then okay how do we deal with any problems arising you you're body and your mind are i think in a in a prime position to actually answer the questions uh in the best possible way to find two free exit points to say okay i'll do that and if that business and if that doesn't work then that but whatever i do i will make money out of it um these are all things that your mind is enjoying to play around with um, compared with someone who's stretching through life and who is basically running on, on low batteries uh, constantly, they, they might have the same opportunities. They will certainly have the same amount of weeks. They will have the same amount of seconds in a day, yeah. but they will certainly not be able to make the most out of it. Mm -hmm. And I think therefore, therefore, Adrian, I'm so grateful that you, that you encourage me today to live more intentionally and i hope that that applies to everyone out there who is listening and viewing um our life is limited on this planet but we can do so much about it we can extend that life a little bit we can certainly extend our health life uh or health span uh significantly uh at the lifespan we can also um if you know what you're doing and but all the, the basic principles you have outlined, we have outlined here in this talk, um, 
Um, I'm very, very grateful, Adrian. Thank you so much for coming onto my show and for rattling my cage a bit. I like that. <laughs> Honestly, thank you so much for having like thank you so much for having me. And it's it's been a wonderful conversation. And you've you've very, very quickly gone straight to the heart on like hit the nail on the head on a few points. And there, there's a quote sort of coming like coming through my mind as just as you were saying there, which is a Muhammad Ali quote and i think this ties in very nicely with our posters which is um don't count the days but make the days count so and sure. i just i just love that i think it's so <laughs> relevant um but also just to say as well with that the clarity and the opportunities and and stuff like that so it's not just work and what i've discovered is that when you are investing that bit of time in yourself each day you're turning up to your day as a higher version of you, which does give you more clarity and it gives you more confidence. And so I found that I've managed to solve problems in other areas of my life that have been me for a while. And I've seen other this happen for other people as well. It's not just like the sort of commercial success, it's, it's life success. And it all stems from putting yourself first. So I just want to say that because I, I just feel it's, it's so relevant. But thank you. We are so right. Oh, Adrian, you're an amazing man. Thank you so much for being guest in my show. And you guys out there, come on, take the bull by its horns and live with passion. Look after yourselves. Bye. I never give up. I never give up. I never give up. Turn around.